ask yourself this question. Are you spending your time or investing your time? Hey there, I'm Matt, one of the coaches here at Path for Growth. If you are a business owner or leader looking to get off the hamster wheel of working in your business and want to start investing your time working on your business, then I wanted to let you know that we have launched a free coaching trial where you can do just that. In this 14-day free trial, you and I will work one-on-one to unlock growth while reducing your stress. You'll also get access to all our member-exclusive content and the amazing impact-driven leaders in our community. Are you ready to stop spending and start investing? Find out more at pathforgrowth.com. Click apply to get started. The leader that has opted in for toxic growth has bought the lie that the way to get off the hamster wheel is to run faster on the hamster wheel. And and we got to wake up to the idea that it's like, man, you don't get off the hamster wheel by running faster. You get off the hamster wheel by getting off the hamster wheel. I left my full-time job in June of 2020 to start this business called Path for Growth. Now, if you think back to June of 2020, uh, you might think to yourself, wow, that was a pretty wild time to start a business. And it was a wild time to start a business. And add to all of the global uncertainty that was going on at that time, the fact that there was a lot that I was uncertain about and that was gonna be unpredictable as it related to the first few months and even the first year of the business because I didn't really set this thing up before I left my job. Certainly I had a lot put away in savings. Certainly I felt like I had a good plan, but I really didn't know how it was going to go. The one thing that I did know was the mission that we were trying to serve and accomplish because the mission that I would always say in some form or fashion at that time is we exist to help impact-driven leaders step into who they were created to be so that Others benefit and God is glorified. And I kind of took this step of faith to say, I've got this driving purpose that I think is so important. And we've got this content and we've got this framework for getting this content into people. But I hope that people actually want this. And I hope that people actually trust me to be able to do this. But in my head, as I left my job, I was thinking to myself, well, I've got some money saved up, but if I need to, I think I would crush working at a coffee shop or I could bag groceries. I'll do whatever it takes on the side to be able to get this thing up and running. Well, it all started with just an Instagram post, a Facebook post, and an email because I didn't yet have a website. But I just said, hey, I'm about to launch this business. And as part of launching this business, one of the first things that we're going to do is offer one-on-one coaching. And if you're interested, uh, please send us a message and we'll send you an application. And we got 40 requests for an application that day. And so almost immediately, the contingency plan of coffee shop was striked off the list and the business was going and the business was growing. My docket of one-on-one coaching filled up rather quickly. And it was in the first few months that we hired an executive assistant for me. And we hired another coach who is now our coaching manager, Olivia Graham. And it was pretty wild how in those times, it was just like the next step, the next step, the next step. So many things were going up and to the right. Our sales were going up and to the right. The number of members in the community were going up and to the right. The number of products we were offering was moving up and to the right. We were starting to do in-person team trainings and speak events, that was going really, really well. And it was just like this rush and this run and this thrill to try and keep up. 
And it was just so exciting because in so many ways, I felt like I was living the dream. I felt like I was smack dab in the middle of a miracle of so many prayers being answered. And that all continued up until about seven months into the business that I ended up on a vacation in Panama City Beach, Florida. And I can't tell you exactly why I did this. From my perspective, it was probably a little bit of Holy Spirit conviction, but it was at that time, seven months in, that I made the decision, I'm gonna turn off my phone and I'm gonna turn off my computer and I'm just gonna be here for five days all by myself. And I'll never forget powering down my computer and powering down my phone and hiding them under the pillow in the separate bedroom of the condo that I was staying in on the beach. And almost immediately feeling like I couldn't breathe. Have you ever had that moment where you've physically turned it off, but you can't mentally, emotionally, and spiritually turn it off? Almost immediately, whenever I turned off the email and turned off the text messages and turned off access to our app and turned off any communication with our team and with our customers and with prospective customers, almost immediately after I did that, one thing filled that vacuum, and that was stress and worry and anxiety. And it was in that moment in Panama City in December of 2020 that I had this recognition. Man, my business has been externally growing, and that is such a blessing, and I'm so grateful for that. But what I'm now realizing is that something has been growing proportional to the rate of my business, and that's my personal stress level. And it was in that trip in Florida that I came to this conclusion that there has to be a better way. That if that's status quo, I want nothing to do with it. And I want to pursue something that is life-giving, that is sustainable. And then one word filled my head and filled my mind in that season. I want to pursue a form of growth that is healthy. And it was in leaving that trip in Florida that I started having that phrase of healthy growth, healthy growth, healthy growth in my mind and on my heart literally all the time. And it was really undergirded by this idea that, man, everyone says, if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. And, and I, I like the idea and the sentiment behind that. And I understand the sentiment behind that. But one of the things I started to realize was, okay, well, just because you're growing doesn't mean you're living. And I started to recognize that I see so many businesses and I've coincided with so many people that are externally growing. They're up and to the right, but on the inside, they're just as dead as those that aren't. And so it was in that realization that I, and by extension, our team started to become obsessed and compelled by the topic of healthy growth. And almost immediately, as we started to study and observe and examine this topic of healthy growth everywhere we went and the leaders we work with and our own business and the podcasts we listen to and the books we read, one thing stood out, uh, healthy growth is not normal. 
And what is normal today is exactly what I experienced on the beach. People grow their business and they experience that as a good thing, but then they are crushed by the reality that their stress level is growing proportional to the rate of their business. And so they bought into this lie that that's just the way that it is, that if my business is gonna grow, I'm gonna continue to be more and more and more stressed. And at Path for Growth, we refer to that with two very important words, that is toxic growth. And so what does toxic growth look like in a business and in an organization? Well, we believe, number one, it looks like the unhealth of the leader. The leader buys into this idea that, man, I know I'm in this season where I'm frantic, I'm frazzled, I'm weak, I'm running around with my hair on fire, I feel like I'm constantly behind, I'm not taking care of my family, I'm not taking care of my personal health, I'm not getting as much sleep as I need to, but that's because the business needs my attention right now, and one day I'll be able to prioritize my personal health. That's toxic growth. It's also characterized by endless firefighting, right? This is the doom loop or the never-ending hamster wheel of working in the business. And the leader that has opted in for toxic growth has bought the lie that the way to get off the hamster wheel is to run faster on the hamster wheel. And, and we gotta wake up to the idea that it's like, man, you don't get off the hamster wheel by running faster, you get off the hamster wheel by getting off the hamster wheel. It's characterized by isolation. So often a leader that's engaging in toxic growth is the single leader in the organization. They're not surrounded by a leadership team. They are bearing the whole burden of responsibility themselves. They have very few people on their team or even outside of their team that they can trust with truly confidential organization or that they can trust to talk to about the big decisions that they're making as it relates to the future and growth of their business. It's characterized by centralized decision-making. Everything flows up to the leader and everything has to be answered by or approved by the leader. It's characterized by unclear vision, lack of standardization, and an absence of accountability. And so those were kind of the hallmarks that we started to realize, man, this is what toxic growth looks like. It looks like the unhealth of the leader, endless firefighting, isolation, centralized decision-making, unclear vision, lack of standardization, and an absence of accountability at every level of the organization. And what we started to see is it's like, oh man, this is just awful. That form of growth, toxic growth, it's normal. It's pretty common. You can find examples of it everywhere. In some ways, there are principles and practices that are being taught in books and podcasts that are actually advocating for a type of growth that we would call toxic. And so our team really dedicated ourselves to asking one really specific question. What is needed to build a business in such a way that the leader's stress level decreases as the business grows. I'm gonna say it again because it's so important and it informs everything that we're gonna be talking about in this series on the podcast. What is needed to build a business in such a way that the leader's stress level decreases as the business grows? We always teach on this podcast and within the Path for Growth community that the quality of your results 
always reflects the quality of your questions. And so if you want better results, ask better questions. And what's wild, the minute you start asking better questions, your eyes will be open to the possibility of better results. And so that was the question we started asking is, how can you build a business in such a way that, man, the business grows and the leader's stress level and maybe even the team's stress level actually decreases? And what's wild is it kind of connects to that Bible verse of if you ask, the answer will be given to you. If you knock, the door will be open to you. If you seek, you will find. It's like the minute you start actually asking and praying and studying and observing and looking, you'll be shocked at the answers you start to stumble upon. And almost immediately after we started to ask that question, what we started to see were examples of men and women that had done it. Some of them were in the Path for Growth community. Some of them were leaders that were mentors of mine in the realm of business or leadership or personal life. Some of the leaders were men and women that we studied on podcasts and books. Some of the businesses were ones that people on our team had worked for over the course of the past several years. And what we started to recognize is, oh my gosh, this is possible. We started to see these leaders of businesses that it's like they weren't frantic, frazzled, feeble, and weak. In reality, what they were is they were healthy, centered, and stable, and strong. And the way that we really observed that is they had this sense of contagious peace about them. But beyond that, they were operating in tandem with a leadership team that seemed equally passionate and responsible and that cared about the business just as much as the owner or the leader of the business did. And then we started to see the engagement of the team that they were all leading. And it was like they had won the hearts and minds of the individuals that made up their team. Their team loved to be there. Their team loved the work they were doing. And they were hustling and they were working hard and they were creating and delivering value. But they weren't running around like they were constantly behind and they weren't at each other's throats. And they weren't constantly feeling like work was this burden, but rather work was being treated as a blessing. And then beyond that, the thing that stood out above and beyond was the relationship that these business owners and their teams had with their customer. Their customer satisfaction level was just off the freaking charts. And people were so delighted by the value that was being delivered. But even more than the value that was being delivered, the thing that their customers cared about the most was the way the value was being delivered. And the feedback that we constantly observed and constantly received and constantly saw play out was the customers took great joy in the fact that they got to do business with a team and a business leader that truly cared. And so we started to document all of that and say, okay, well, this is what it looks like. This, these lights, these are the examples, the role models, the images that we're trying to study when we look at that question related to healthy growth. And anytime you observe an outcome like that, well, then the thing that's cool about that is that success leaves clues. And so we started to try and deconstruct and reverse engineer and saying, what are the patterns associated with the process that these owners and these leaders and these teams and businesses followed to create that desirable outcome of healthy growth? And I'll tell you, whenever we first started to ask that question of what's the process, what's the system, what's the recipe for creating that final product where everyone is so engaged and the product and service is so good and the leader's stress level is actually going down, I was pretty skeptical that we were going to be able to find a conclusive answer. 
Because I kind of had this image in my head that it's like, well, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure thing. And if we look at the personalities of the leaders leading these organizations, these enterprise, like, oh my gosh, it's so variable. It's not even funny. They have so little in common in terms of industries and stage of business and the path that it appears as though they followed. And so I was kind of skeptical, like that we were going to be able to define a proven process for creating that desirable outcome. But what was wild is we started to observe patterns. And one of the things that we've been teaching since the beginning of the business is that where there's a pattern, there's a principle. And I'll never forget the first meeting that we had where we started to write down all these patterns and started to combine all of our observations and distill everything that we've recognized and studied over the course of honestly about a year and a half and put it on one whiteboard. It it was pretty wild that this light bulb started to go off to say, oh my gosh, they're all doing the same things. Yes, the way that they did it varied a little bit, but in many ways, these businesses that practice healthy growth all had the same fundamental elements in place. And so we set out as a team to first apply those fundamentals to our business And then as we applied it to our business, we realized, oh my gosh, this is really working. We started to teach it to other business owners. And then I'll never forget, we sat down for 48 hours in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was a lot of arguing, a lot of wrestling, a lot of tough conversation, a lot of critical and creative thinking, a lot of writing a bunch of stuff on the whiteboard and then erasing the whiteboard and then writing more stuff on the whiteboard and then erasing it, a lot of thrown out papers, a lot of great discussion, a lot of spicy Thai food. But what's crazy is at the end of all that, we were all mentally and emotionally fried. But at the end of all that, we had created a path. And that path is called the 12 Fundamentals for Healthy Growth. This is the structure that you need. And I really deeply believe, because I've now seen it implemented in organizations of every size, stage, and industry, that these fundamentals represent the structure needed to practice healthy growth. It's the structure to keep you where your growth is taking you. It's the structure that makes growth healthy and life-giving and sustainable. It's the structure that when it's put in place, your business can grow incrementally, but it can also grow exponentially and your stress level and the stress level of your team can actually decrease. And so over the course of the next few weeks on this podcast, we're going to walk through the 12 fundamentals for healthy growth, and we're going to dive into the fundamental principles behind each, and then how you can go about applying them to your business. But to close out this episode, I just want to give you all 12 as a preview of what's to come. Personal growth plan for the leader, leader's success statements, leadership team meetings aspirational mission, immovable core values, product guide, financial health metrics and rhythms, role chart, leadership success statements, leadership team one-on-one meetings, team communication, and vision. Now, you may hear some of those and say, well, it's so simple. Never underestimate the profundity of simplicity because within each of these individual pieces, are a series of steps and principles that make it something really robust 
but also practical. Because there's a principle I want you to remember as we start to walk through this process, simplicity scales. So often, whenever we think about scaling a business, we think of it as this complex activity, which it is a complex activity, but then we think that the process for doing it is going to be equally complex. And in reality, the approach that any leader takes to a complex activity is they work really, really hard to simplify. And that's what we've done is we've simplified and distilled what are the 12 essential structures, rhythms, and processes that if you install them and operationalize them in your business, you will create the infrastructure necessary to grow exponentially. And so that's where we're going over the course of the next several weeks. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get these episodes as we release them each week. And hey, if you're an impact-driven leader that owns or runs a business and you're like, okay, I don't want to wait for next week's podcast. I already know I want to start applying this stuff to our business. Well, within the Path for Growth coaching community, we have created step-by-step lessons that have a proven ability to install every single one of the 12 fundamentals in your business. And here's what's really cool is we believe so much in these 12 lessons and in the coaching community that we've created that we're offering it for 14 days totally free, no strings attached. And so if you want to come and binge the lessons and download all the workbooks and just understand all of this stuff more and understand the step-by-step process for what it takes, come check it out. It's specifically for impact-driven leaders that own or run a business. It's a 14-day free trial and you can apply for it by clicking the link that's in the show notes or going to pathforgrowth.com. I'm so excited to share this content with you in the coming weeks. You know this. We're rooting for you. We're praying for you. Remember, my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.